Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. Another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, March 20th. Our top stories for the day. Wes is going to do one about Robert Kraft's possible plea deal. Yeah, I think you should take this one. Hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Uh, I'll take us through an interview with Graceland Sorrell. She's a purity activist. Uh, and then Mark and Pat will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Wes. All right, some interesting developments in the Robert Kraft blowjob uh, scandal. He is basically being searching for Bobby Fischer by prosecutors as they are offering him a draw. Huh. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was clever. You like that? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I love that movie. I Throwback. love it. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, so basically they will not press charges and forget the blowjobs if he simply admits that if he were to go to trial, he could be found guilty. So basically pleading guilty is kind of what it sounds like. I want to play Bob Kraft here. I'm not going to take your fucking draw. I just took your queen. It's another, another part of Bobby Fischer. There you go. He's got, that, he's got that deep, deep Bobby Fischer. Why would he take the draw? He already took your queen. He has his queen. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. All I have to do is admit that it that it may have happened and it goes away. Okay, no problem. But yeah. we are not dealing with a 37-year-old alcoholic with a porn addiction uh, with substantial <laughs> debt. <laughs> We are dealing with a well respected. I am. There you go. We are dealing with a well respected billionaire who doesn't want his name tarnished for obvious reasons. So, you, Mark, doesn't think he should take the deal. What do you guys think, Pat and Will? No deal. No deal. No deal. No, I mean, deal. I feel like he's got the lawyers to just beat this thing down. So, I mean, it is kind of fucked up that a billionaire is clogging up our judicial system on a misdemeanor hand job. That's charge. what I'm fucking saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you've got so much just worse take, going yeah. on. Yeah. With, Actually, like, take the deal. With thousandaires are are doing hard. Horrible things yeah. to women and themselves. The, the billionaire that's like the the voice of uh, the New England region needs to like embarrass himself for a hand job. Yeah, yeah but don't you think if yeah. he goes to court that they're going to bring up a lot more embarrassing shit? He's going to be well, dragged through the cum. Hey, he's going to be. He's going to be. He's <laughs> just. He's got to have to. Oh. He's going to have to sit in court, if, answer questions about getting blowjobs from if, these if, Asian chicks. If he's worried about more stuff than this, then take the deal and plead guilty. But if it's just this one great glorious on purpose hand job blow job who cares he's done enough in his life that mm. then don't take this don't get embarrassed by these florida pieces of shit like fuck mm. that right. and i don't mean everyone in florida is a piece of shit but these people are that right. are prosecuting bob Kraft. all right well okay so if he does take the deal it does come with some stipulations he doesn't get off scot-free um if he accepted it he would have to subject himself to a completion of a education course about prostitution which i'm sure is hilarious um 100 hours of <laughs> he's aware service. of it he's very yeah, aware. right yeah. i thought you were gonna say about he's hand already hand. a pro yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know i know they're probably he could teach the slaves. course yeah that's a blah 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 um 100 
100 hours of community service and would be treated like an astronaut and undergo STD testing. Mm. Um, he'd also have to pay court costs, uh, but that that's you know Not relevant to him. Yeah. <laughs> so still some embarrassing aspects, but he would uh, you know like like I said, he would avoid the juicy details and being being you know in court for. How many months? Yeah. God knows. He's yeah. he's old. He doesn't need to be in court. A man for, like him is not going to plead guilty. To right, that. but he's he's, he's right. getting old. He doesn't want to be in court. But for he like might not ever months. have to go to court. He could just like delay, delay, delay with his lawyers and just yeah. you know he's he's not drag it let out. His legacy end on this. All right. So, well, so so Kraft and his lawyers are going to have some very candid conversations, which should probably go something like this. Yeah, uh, I'll play the lawyer. Yeah, Bob. They claim they have video of you entering the blowjob spa. Were were you there for a blowjob? Yes, of course I was there for a fantastic blowjob, idiot. I took you there three months ago and you loved it. <laughs> okay, so we should probably take this deal, huh? Yeah, let's take the fucking deal. <laughs> End scene. End scene. scene. There we go. End Beautiful. Scene. Uh, so we'll well see. written. Yeah. <laughs> like that. So we'll see what happens. I bet he takes this fucking deal. Like I said, he's old, doesn't want to go through court and all this other bullshit. He wants to get back to his yacht and fucking, you know, being a champion. Um, so even if the court does let uh, the charges go, Kraft will still face some kind of punishment by the NFL under their personal conduct policy. And he likely will because uh, Roger Goodell is jealous his no blowjob giving wife is still alive. Oh, oh, damn it. Man. That is, right? That's, that's vicious. Right? Right. 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 All right. Going to the internet. Right. Um, Tex says, I went to a massage parlor advertising low rates, and after I got there, found out it was self-service. Oh. Bum, 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 bum. Dice, man. Yeah. But that doesn't, like, I... I don't think that exists. You guys are saying it exists, like where you can just jack yourself off. It, it well, on the may, maybe everyone went home for the night and he broke into the massage parlor. Will, and you don't think that, himself off. I don't Will, know. You, you, th you don't think that if they give you blowjobs, they won't just like fondle themselves and allow right, you to Right, but like a place off? that's only, where you only, you know, do this. Maybe he's homeless and it's like 25 cents. You can jerk off in this corner type place, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Every like place a, is a self-service <laughs> massage parlor. If you uh, technically, you're right. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. Um, yeah. I'm just going to skip yeah, the, the earth. Next. Yeah. It's self service <laughs> massage parlor, bro. You can take care of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Welcome to the show. 19 year old phenom, pornography awareness advocate, and motivational speaker, Graceland Sorrell. Thank you for coming on, Graceland. Thanks so much for having me, guys. We saw your article today on, on that came out on Fox News, and we were very interested. Yeah. So, speaking about that, you've been in the news recently for your story. Can you give us a quick summary before we dive a little deeper? Yeah. Absolutely. So my name is Gracelyn Sorrell and I'm a purity advocate and my story kind of started with this pornography addiction. So when I was about 14 years old, I became addicted to pornography due to seeing something on the internet and then my father passed. I was sexually assaulted by the same sex. So these things kind of started this whole impurity journey. But now I am sharing my story of freedom and just awareness on how damaging that pornography can be. What do you feel like caused the addiction to pornography and, and what first interested you? Why do you think it was it was porn? I just remember scrolling on social media one day, like whether it was YouTube or Instagram, whatever I was scrolling on, I just remember seeing like an ad or something that was really inappropriate actually, but it actually looked pretty good to me. Like it was inappropriate, but it was intriguing. Mm -hmm. And so after I saw that image, I actually 
ended up going to Pornhub and just got into those videos just by a small image on social media. That's yeah. A, that's and once you're in Pornhub, it's, yeah. It's a domino effect. <laughs> it's a classic story. Exactly. What, what, what was it about pornography that you found comforting? Found the arousal comforting. I thought that, you know, the, it was, it was kind of like a drug. Like even when you, when I first started watching, it was something that was so intriguing to me and I did not want to put my phone down and I didn't know what it was about it, but I just know this made me feel good and this actually satisfied me at the moment. And this was something that I, I didn't, I, I couldn't live without honestly, like just starting to, to finishing, I just did not want to put my phone down. Yeah, I mean, if someone asked me that question, I would give the give the exact same answer. Well, not as well, not, not as, as well, well said, but yeah, yeah. yeah the exact oh. same answer. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, Grayson. Full disclosure here: uh, you got four guys who are probably suffering from the same problem that you were suffering from. So not we're very probably. we're very interested in Definitely. how you overcame this addiction. <laughs> Wow. You had a lot of screen time, if you know what I mean. Uh, Did you find yourself watching more and more explicit videos over time to get the same rush? Or were you kind of like in the same genre? Like, did it start with like Cinemax and then it slowly graduated to. Well, like more and more hardcore, or was it kind of like you had the same thing? Oh, yeah. So it definitely like gradually got worse. So it did start with like movies and like images and those things that I saw on social media. And that made me want to watch more more explicit videos like even with me not kissing until marriage like you know sex scenes in movies I just I I noticed that this was this was a negative seed being planted in my spirit and in my heart and it turned into just explicit videos and, and every day it became a routine thing did, for did me. you like end on German porn did you like did you get there what was it? Yeah, did it escalate to a like point two, where it's like this points. is worse and worse and worse? It did. Yes. To answer your question, it definitely got worse over time. Yeah. And, and you yeah. were you were on the no kissing before marriage during this the, the addiction, or that's a new thing? Oh no, 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 no. That's definitely a new thing. Um, I'm a virgin, and I have kissed people, but I just I made that decision to not kiss until marriage when I was 17 years old, and that's also when I committed myself to purity and saving myself to have sex until marriage as well. Wow. Well, you're oh. you're very beautiful, so I imagine that's been been pretty hard. Um, I mean, yeah, I you know it goes down in the DM sometimes. I mean, <laughs> what's what's a DM you would respond to? The ones that are like you're so inspirational we love what you're doing um like net, just the Netflix ones that are church. like inappropriate pictures like if it says you open a photo like i'm not opening anything how did you know getting back to the porn addiction how did you know when things were getting out of control Oh my gosh. I knew it was getting out of control when I could not live without it. And so it was literally like a drug and it was something I could not live without. I mean, so I just knew that this was something that had to be fixed, that this was something that was damaging to not only myself, but also my family. Like I became distant from family, dressing different. I wasn't, I wasn't as modest as I was now, honestly. I mean, like low cut shirts and like tight stuff. That's okay for maybe somebody else. But for me, I knew that this was not who I was. Uh, so, hey, Graceland, okay. what you're describing there is is uh, my co-host West to a T. He's he's been he can't put his <laughs> phone down. He's on his computer all day long. He's wearing tighter clothes, lower cut clothes. What he texts would, me? He goes, uh, "How far away are you?" And I, yeah. I know it's because he just wants to finish masturbating. Yeah, he, hey, can you yeah. pick up a pizza for me? <laughs> so, for my friend Wes. 
Not me again. For my friend Wes, it's deep in the throes of, of a masturbation and pornography addiction. What advice would you have for Wes, my friend Wes? Not yeah. Me. So Wes, I'm so sorry. We're going to be praying for you. We're going to be, you know, believing with you that you'll get through this. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I would say just take it day by day and don't beat yourself up because I mean, I dealt with it and I found the freedom and I found the healing in it. And so I would just say, journal, pray about it. Like, even if you don't believe in God, like I didn't at the time, I said, God, if you're real, just take this away from me. Like getting around the right people. I mean, mm-hmm. wrong, yeah. wrong people over here. <laughs> well, yeah, we're the, yeah. We're not a good support group, unfortunately. Grizzly, you, you said that you would pray for Wes. Now, in the instance where Wes has a uh, a, a prayer masturbation fetish, I don't think that would be helpful. No. Sometimes Thank God you. doesn't uh, appreciate decades of masturbation. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's too much yeah. for even God. Should I just? What do, what do you say to that? Throw away all my computers. <laughs> you know, whatever you do can be forgiven. So he's gonna, he's, he's gonna let yeah. you in sooner, though. I mean, he's gonna let you in. He's gonna he's gonna like like you more with the amount of. Masturbation. <laughs> I feel I feel kind of awkward. <laughs> I, I, me personally. No, no favorites. Trust me. Okay. No okay. favorites. Okay, good. Like me and Wes, like God loves us just as equal, you know. Well, I'm waiting to not be. That's what he says to you, but it's possible that God. A lot no. of masturbation over on Wes's yeah. side. I agree with Graceland. <laughs> I'm equally loved by God. Okay, guys? I mean, a lot. <laughs> Um, hey, Graceland, did you find uh, did you find that pornography was too easily accessible for someone of your age? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I was 14 years old when I got addicted to porn. And that is an age where you should simply be focused on school, focused on, you know, the next homecoming situation. You know, like it's just like I think youth is being taken out of or purity is being taken out of our youth. And I felt like that was exactly what was happening with me. Like my youth was being stripped away from me because I was so into this lustful thing called porn. 14 is way too young. For yeah. I mean, when I, when I was 14, I got my, my youth was stripped by, by, by porn and, and a lot of long showers. That's what happened to me. <laughs> Wes totally said he, he thought his mom felt like he was a struggling writer because he used to jerk off into uh, oh instead of God. tissues into like computer paper. <laughs> so he would he would oh throw he would crumple up he computer died. paper and throw it away. And he was like, she was like, he's a novelist. Yeah, yeah. I like Bukowski in my <laughs> yeah. days. He's a frustrated writer. <laughs> he's a frustrated writer. <laughs> Grayson, how do you uh, how do you not relapse? Because, like, you know, if an alcoholic has a yeah, beer, very good yeah, alcoholics can't very go to bars. Question. If you're on the Internet, you're pretty much Basically, at the bar. Is, how do you do this? Man, I do it by submitting my life daily to goodness. And for me, that's Jesus Christ. For somebody else, it could be something different. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm tempted today, what I'm going to do is read my Bible or I'm going to journal or I'm going to talk to my accountability partners. In a day's time, you're not going to get like delivered from porn. Like maybe it's a process for you. Nobody could say anything to me to get me back to that place. Nobody can show me anything that's, you know, arousing enough to get me back to the place that I was in. So like I I know that like al- alcoholic and drug addicts have like sponsors they call. Do you have like a sponsor you call and you're like, I just really want to just watch some porn and just, uh, but I can't. You know, let's just help me. Do you you're so strong, you Graceland. Tell us how do you do it. Honestly, for that, for me, that person is my mother. Would, would your mom? Would, do you think your mom would sponsor me in my pursuit to stop masturbating? You don't want that, Graceland. Oh my god. 
I don't think she would go that no. far with it. She'd be on the phone all day. She would love you from a distance. Yeah. No, but she'd let you say hi to her. Yeah. yeah. But can I have oh her number so that if I'm tempted? Gracelyn, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, where can people find out more about you? Yes, you guys can find me on Instagram at Gracelyn Sorrell, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at Gracelyn Sorrell, and my website at GracelynSorrell.com. Excellent. Thank you so much, and we really appreciate your time. Oh, yeah! All right. Thank you, Gracelyn. Let's kick it over to the lightning round. Getting life insurance can feel like assembling the world's worst jigsaw puzzle. It's confusing, it takes forever, and when you're finally done, it doesn't even look cool. That's because you're doing a jigsaw puzzle. But look, if you have a mortgage, kids, or anyone who depends on your income, it's a puzzle you need to solve, and Policy Genius can help you do it. Luckily for me, I only solve this puzzle in my fantasies because I have none of those. When you apply online, the advisors at Policy Genius will handle all the red tape. They'll even negotiate your rate with the insurance company. No commission sales agents, no hidden fees, just helpful advice and personalized service from people that don't want anything from you. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy, they also make it easy to find the right home insurance, auto insurance, disability insurance, or whatever insurer you may need. So, If you find life insurance puzzling, and I do, head to policygenius.com. In two minutes, you can compare quotes, find the right policy, and save up to 40%. That's a lot of percent. Policy Genius is the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. You've been on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. In what is proving to be the most bizarre sibling relationship of all time, Michael Sanchez, the brother of Bezos lover Lauren Sanchez, admitted to selling the story of his sister's affair with the bald billionaire to the National Enquirer earlier this year for $200,000. Uh, smart move. Uh, we knew this. Smart move there. The guy, the guy's worth $178 billion. Mm-hmm. Right. sell it for $200,000. 200 yeah. grand. Wow. The, the, fucking idiot. The creep <laughs> who, in addition to being brother to Lauren, also acts, acts as her publicist, insists that he only did it to protect his sister and her lover by ensuring the news of their romance broke only after their mutual spouses were told. So he was, he was doing a good thing here. Oh, yeah. He really saved him there right. now Sanchez <laughs> he sounds like an alcoholic loser yeah he sounds absolutely. like his sister said you'll never get anything from me mm. and he said I'll go get 200 grand by yeah. selling your story to the exactly. National Enquirer exactly. and now, how did Sanchez he get had, those texts though how did well, he get the pictures and that's that's a big question because he admits to leaking racy texts between his blood relative and the Amazon chief but he vehemently denies that he supplied the tabloid with Bezos dick pics saying quote I may have helped the Enquirer with their story but I never had access to penis selfies yeah. that sir is a bridge too far. I, said, I put he, the bridge part in there. He said, <laughs> I'll call mom, who I've ignored for 15 years, and rehab, but only from your phone. Right, yeah, he had the texts, <laughs> but not the photos in the text <laughs> yeah. chain of Bezos' dick. But, but, but also, also, but also this, is, this supports our theory, everybody's dick is in the cloud. Everyone's dick's in the Everyone's cloud. Everyone's dick's in the cloud. Unless you're a total nerd. An Alabama man joined the search for a girl uh, that who who is dead after she vanished from her aunt's house earlier this month. No, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turns out the girl was dead. I already spoiled that. Um, uh, and the guy was just trying to do some subterfuge. Uh, Christopher Madison was the murderer after all. Oh, Amberly oh. Barnett, whose body was discovered in the woods on March second, was strangled to death. Uh, and Madison, the sick fuck, was like, "Oh, the whole town's joining in." I better, I better join in too. I can't be the only one not and searching. He, and, then he, and then he was like, uh, he was like, hey, uh, I've already searched the area over here. Yeah, you don't want to go over there. That's where he buried her. Yeah, um, all, all the bloodhounds are just like yeah. s- 
uh, randomly getting no, sick. No, no, no. It's because it's because I I, perfect, I perfected this beef jerky that bloodhounds yeah, yeah, They love uh, it and they're all dying. Let's not go over here. Remember, I joined the search party. Anyways, it's not that funny. This sick fuck murdered yeah. her, and then yeah. he, he's he, now he's charged for capital murder. It's not. It wasn't that good of a trick. Like he, they knew it was going to be him. How young was the girl? Eleven. Oh, oh my god. God. Fuck that guy. Yeah. All right, look, we've all had times where we've been insanely jealous of our friends for one reason or another. It's nothing to be ashamed of. For example, when any of us here at Hard Factor walk down the street with PFT Cometer literally anywhere in America. Normal yeah. people swallow their jealousy deep down and they enjoy the free drinks that come along with their friend's success. <laughs> but that wasn't good enough for 19-year-old... PFT's always got free drinks. Yeah, for I love ni- that. For 19-year-old <laughs> for me. Big Taylor Smith of Clark County, Washington, who was fed up with her much cuter 16-year-old friend, George... Jordan Holgerson and her trepidation to take a leaf off a 60-foot bridge into the East Fork Lewis River. Holgerson was just cutely standing on the edge of the bridge, debating whether to jump while her peers lent words of encouragement, saying, you can do it. Maybe she doesn't want to do it. And then that's when that's when Smith thought, this sweet little bitch is taking too long, and then shoved her front of me from behind, sending her face first down 60 feet into the river, causing her to break six ribs, I'm sorry, four ribs, and damage her lung. She is a hero for jealous friends everywhere, and she pled guilty yesterday to reckless endangerment. Yeah, if you haven't uh, yeah, seen this no video... Shit. If you haven't seen this video, go, go check it out. It's, it's, it's like attempted murder. She trucked yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It's one of the best videos of the last 10 years. It's yeah. like a it's crack block v- trucking. Uh, <laughs> she, she, had no, she, had no, she had no chance of landing correctly. No. Think twice about being cute near Big Tay again. Yeah. All right. An adult human man who describes himself as an earth artist performed probably the currently most famous piece of earth art. So maybe he's right. I don't know. Uh, this probably non-sports fan uh, and definitely huge fan of Beto O'Rourke uh, used gravel, sand, and rocks to create a portrait of the Democratic presidential candidate that can be seen by all of the passengers that fly over nearby uh, Austin Airport. The only one in Austin. Yeah. Cool. So he just made this entire, like a uh, hundred, uh, it's an enormous fucking crop two field. Fields. It looks good, yeah. Two, 200 yards by 200 yards, like this square image of Beto. Well, the neck must have taken like a fucking week by itself, I mean. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, and, and there's no reason for him to do it besides the fact that he's like, I think Beto's real cool. And he's not having sex with women, so he's got a lot of time on his hands. He's oh. like, oh, I'll construct a sand <laughs> sculpture of a man. He is not having sex with women. <laughs> and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys very, lis- very much for listening. It doesn't look like we're going to have a Friday show this week because you guys beefed it in the reviews, but that's cool. I'm fucking tired anyway, so unless you want us to have a Friday show, it's fine. Again, if we don't, because I really don't care because I'm tired, then... I'm not doing it this week. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't even do it. But then don't maybe, even give us the reviews. Yeah, I'm not doing five-star reviews together on iTunes, and maybe we'll do it, but who We'll see. Anyway, thanks for listening to Hard Factor. Have a great fucking day. You do it. You play the guitar on the end.